Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Love Rules. Our message this morning is what we get. The text, Mark, the 10th chapter, the 28th through the 31st verses. Peter said to Jesus, We have left everything to follow you. I tell you the truth, Jesus replied. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or feels for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. The disciple Peter was about to have one of those come-to-Jesus moments. You know, when you are on the verge of facing a truth you hadn't realized before? The disciples were engaged in a conversation with Jesus about the cost of following him. In Mark's gospel, Jesus had just sent a young rich man away who didn't want to give up his wealth in order to become a disciple. And Jesus had made it clear to the young man that he would have to give up everything. When the rich man walked away, Jesus said, It is harder for the rich to get into heaven than for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. That's a pretty graphic statement. Well, that's when Peter turns to Jesus and speaks up. Master, we've given up everything to follow you. Now, in the context of this scripture, this is a rather peculiar statement. Why does Peter remind Jesus of something Jesus already knows? It doesn't sound like the disciple is reminiscing sweetly or contentedly about what he's done for Jesus. It sounds more like he's annoyed. Could he be jealous of the attention that the rich man has been given in this conversation? After all, these disciples did leave They left their livelihoods, they left boats and nets and their families all behind in Galilee. So they could be kind of concerned about that now. Or maybe Peter is comparing his relatively small sacrifice to the considerable wealth the rich man hoarded. Maybe he's questioning whether the little that he gave, at least compared to the rich man, really mattered to Jesus. This moment brings up a couple of interesting issues I thought we could think about this morning. First, there's the idea of making comparisons. If Peter is concerned that his giving is not equal to the potential giving of the wealthy young man, well, it's not an unusual reaction. As a matter of fact, the disciples struggled with this all of the time. Remember, they always were questioning who would sit next to God in heaven, who would suffer and who would be spared. And Jesus kept admonishing them not to concern themselves with the other's business. It was kind of just a natural reaction they had. The Bible actually says a lot about minding our own business. Making comparisons may be pretty common, but it's not necessarily a good habit. Generally, comparisons are unfair. First of all, they take up much too much time and energy. You know what? They often result in resentment 
They rob us of our joy. I wish I was tall like he was. I wish I had the money he had. When we compare ourselves to others, we are not walking by faith. Either we are arrogant, thinking we're better than another, or we're drowning in self-pity, thinking we're so much worse shape. Either way, we are keeping the focus in the wrong direction. You see, we're thinking more about us and less about Jesus. Of course, we live in a highly competitive culture, and I know that some competition is good. You know, my, my kids used to play soccer, and, and they ran, and, and sometimes competition keeps you on your toes. It helps you improve. It makes you better. But it can be rough if you think that the only choices in life are winning or losing. Or if you begin to look at everything in life in a kind of us versus them way. That turns this whole competitive thing into something else. And I'm pretty sure it's not healthy. We have to remember that God does not measure our lives like we do. God doesn't make the kind of silly, childish comparisons that we make. And when you think about giving, and and when you think about sacrificing for God, God is not interested in the amount of the gift. God is interested in the amount of the sacrifice. And that's what I think Peter was missing in this text. Remember the story of the widow's mite? The poor woman in the temple who only had two copper coins. But she caught Jesus' attention. In the context of the times, she represented the poorest of the poor. All the other people who were rushing into the temple had wealth, and they would, you know, give in a way that others knew they were giving. But this woman had only these two little coins, and she gave it all. And Jesus reminds us that she gave out of her poverty, not out of her abundance. That is sacrificial giving. When Jesus tells that rich young man to sell everything he has and give to the poor, He's telling him to sacrifice what he considers his most important gifts, his most valuable possessions for God. You know, we don't talk about sacrifice much unless it's a holiday and we're talking about our soldiers. And so we don't understand what sacrifice is all about. But God measures giving not by what we give, but by the cost to us. What motivates us? What means do we have? What will we have left? You know, King David said, I will not give to the Lord that which costs me nothing. And, and sometimes it's easy to, to just kind of write a check or, you know, say, oh, I'll give my old clothes or, or whatever. I used to do that. I used to make a lot of money when I was a television news reporter, and I would write checks to all kinds of charities, and I thought I was doing all that and a bag of chips. But I didn't know. I didn't know how God measured giving until I went with Reverend Dr. Gloria White Hammond to work in South Sudan. I've talked about that on this radio show several times. We worked there for 11 years, traveling back and forth between Boston and South Sudan, and we built a school. And the need was not as much for our finances, though we had to raise a lot of money, but the biggest need there was for our time, our energy, and our heart. It was a hard work that we did there because South Sudan is such a a needy and a suffering place in the world. But what matters to God was not so much the money that we had or the resources, but our devotion 
to the project, the generosity of our spirits. And I learned by traveling with Reverend Dr. Gloria White Hammond what that was all about, because she is a woman of generous spirit. And once you see this through the eyes of God, it changes your notion of giving and sacrificing forever. It is really important to remember that giving is not just about money. That's not what I'm talking about. And following Jesus is is not just about uh, going to church. A person with a generous spirit for Christ is what we call a magnanimous person. Now, how often do you get to use that word? That means someone who is charitable, considerate, someone who is big. Reverend Dr. Gloria White Hammond, who's a pastor here in the Boston area, is a woman I like to describe as big because she will step up to do the right thing even when it's hard to do. She will try to do the right thing even when nobody is watching. And most importantly, my friend, Reverend Dr. Gloria, exhibits this humble and powerful sense of self, which means she always takes responsibility for herself. And if she makes a mistake, she will fess up to it. You know, we live in a world where nobody wants to take responsibility. Instead, we go get lawyers and say, how can we get out of this mess? But people who have generous spirits take responsibility for themselves because their humility counts. They have compassion for others, and their hearts are open all the time. These are the go-to people. These are the people that you really want to be with in times when, when, you, when you run into bad situations or, or challenging situations because they are going to always be willing to show unconditional love. And there is power in that kind of love. And that is what Jesus calls us to. Now, while this is an innate characteristic, at least as I can see for, for Reverend Dr. Gloria White Hammond, Many of us have to learn it. I don't think it comes easy. It didn't come easy for me. (laughs) But there are many added values to this approach of giving. You see, when you learn to give sacrificially, you learn to trust God more because you know God's going to take care of you. And that is part of what Jesus is saying when he so eloquently and sweetly answers Peter. He doesn't rebuke Peter for saying, we've left everything to follow you, he gently and lovingly tells him, whatever you've given up in following me, Peter, will be returned to you a hundredfold. Listen again to what he says. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or feels for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age and in the age to come. Jesus assured the disciples, he assures us that anyone who gives up something valuable for his sake will be repaid. That is such a comforting thought to know. I pray that you will know that when you follow Jesus day in, day out, 24-7, as a disciple, witnessing to his love, serving him, and, and just being a part of his grace, you will be rewarded in this time and in the present. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day. 
Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign.